Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I used to think that school would always be the place where I had the worst memories. Imagine my surprise when my whole life flipped upside down in senior high. The worst person I've ever had the misfortune to know was our school's tyrant in 11th grade. His name was Alexander, and he would harass me at least once a week unless I found a way to divert him. The last time he confronted me was a life-changing moment. It was the last few weeks in school before summer break, and Alexander was on a rampage. He had already badgered four kids in one day, and the word in the school hallways was that he was looking specifically for me. Miraculously, I had managed to avoid him that whole day, but in a stroke of bad luck, I bumped into his girlfriend, Anna. Anna was a rude, self-centered billionaire's daughter. And surprise, one of the most popular girls at school. Anna was responsible for all of the rumors floating around school about me. She told everyone I was poor because my father was a lazy bum who sold our house to pay for his bad habits. Without question, Everyone believed all the mean and hurtful things she said. As soon as Anna recognized who I was, she immediately reached for her purse to call Alexander. I swatted her bag out of her hand. She went on and on about how her boyfriend would end me once he found out what I did. At that point, I let my pride get the best of me and did something insane. I convinced Anna to make a bet with me. I agreed to challenge Alexander to a fight, and if I won she would become my assistant for the next year. Anna replied with a long, hard laugh in my face and accepted my offer under the condition that once I lost, I would owe her $10,000. Although I knew I didn't have a penny and my parents were completely broke, I agreed anyway out of pride. Soon, word began to spread around school about my and Alexander's scuffle. Of course, Anna was the one to plan the date of the big brawl, which was the last day of school. People were making bets and gossiping about how Alexander would put me in a coma. I knew that I couldn't afford to lose that bet, so over the next few weeks, I started working out in the gym. I hadn't undergone a major transformation, but I had definitely gotten a lot stronger than I was before. In fact, 
I had even begun to grow confident about winning. Until it was time to confront Alexander. Alexander must have been thinking the same thing I was, because when I saw him on the last day of school, he looked huge! It was as if he had been eating weights for breakfast! I felt as if I was shrinking as he walked over to me with a big, mean frown on his face. By then, the entire school had gathered around to watch us clash, which meant even I wanted to. I had nowhere to run. Out of nowhere, Alexander charged at me, swinging wildly as everyone including Anna cheered him on. He managed to land the first blow to my nose, and I was sure it broke. I did my best to swing back at him, but my punches weren't nearly as effective. I knew that to even have a chance of winning, I needed to find a weak spot. The only thing that I could think of that I had over Alexander at the moment was my speed. Since he was so bulky, he was a lot slower than I was. But that also meant he was stronger. I danced around Alexander in a circle, searching for a weak spot, when I remembered that he had broken a rib a while back. It was a dirty tactic, but I thought maybe if I could hit him directly to the affected area, I could take him down. So, I waited until he swung a blow and kicked him with all my strength. He yelped out in pain, and I immediately began landing blow after blow until Alexander fell to the ground. The whole school was in complete shock. That was the first time that anyone had ever stood up to Alexander. And won. Feeling like a complete champion, I waltzed over to Anna and demanded that she keep her end of the bargain since I had won fair and square. Anna kept her promise, and beginning that summer, she became my assistant. At first, Anna had a terrible attitude towards me, and complained about everything. She scrutinized my grubby appearance, and said that I'd make her look bad if we were ever caught together in public. Eventually, she must have gotten warmed up to me, because she suddenly stopped being rude and was actually helpful. She taught me about ways to make money fast, and soon I was starting to rake in more money than I had ever seen in my entire life. I was able to help upgrade my family's lifestyles, and it felt good. After a while, Anna and I had even started hanging out just for fun. Although she became a lot nicer and more tolerable, I still didn't let my guard completely down, since I knew how Anna could be. About a week before school reopened, Anna did something that took me completely by surprise. We were just hanging out at her house when she told me that she secretly fell in love with me and wanted to date me. Instantly, I imagined how angry Alexander would be once I returned to school after winning the biggest fight last semester and then dating his ex-girlfriend. I tried to hide the Grinch-like smile creeping on my face as I happily agreed to date Anna. It would be further revenge on Alexander for all he'd done to me. Additionally, I thought Anna was nice to keep around to help me make money. When school reopened for the 12th grade, I was bouncing off the walls. I knew I had to make a good impression on the first day back as a champion. Thanks to the money Anna helped me earn over the summer break, I was sporting brand new designer clothes when I returned. All eyes were on me as I strutted through the gates into school with Anna on my arm. Everyone was talking about me and it made me feel like a celebrity. Anna introduced me to high fashion and grooming, which made me look like one, too. I had a total transformation. Once I arrived at school, everyone was treating me differently. All of the people that used to make fun of me for my appearance and being poor were treating me like school royalty. 
They all wanted to be associated with me now that I was cool. I knew that most of this special treatment had a lot to do with my new relationship with Anna. Anna and I never confirmed being together, but let people assume since it kept them talking. Even if our little arrangement was just for show, it was clearly working wonders for my social standing. Even when Anna wasn't around, people laid out the red carpet for me and rushed to fulfill my every desire. At lunchtime, I was invited to sit with the most popular seniors for lunch. I blended into their friend group and knew that was where I belonged, instead of the reject table. I had started splurging on expensive gifts for everyone and bought lunch for our whole group most days. Before long, I was the most popular boy at my school, and with my new popularity, I gained lots of girls' attention. They were all desperately fighting for me to notice them whenever I was around and would do anything I asked them to. This, of course, made many of the boys at my school start to envy me since their girlfriends were all crushing hard on me. It didn't matter to me since they were all a bunch of jerks to me before I became popular. I spitefully egged on the girls by flirting and making them think they stood a chance. Soon, Anna began to get jealous of the attention I was giving other girls and demanded that I stop. But I didn't care. I thought Anna had to have been crazy to think that I actually liked her after all she and her ex-boyfriend Alexander put me through. I was only waiting for the perfect moment to get my revenge on her. That day came a lot sooner than I thought. My name's Sam. I met Elise in middle school. She was our neighbor, and I'd always had a crush on her. I just never got the courage up to say hi. That day, a group of boys were picking on me, and Elise swooped in to save the day. One moment, they had me by my collar, and the next, they were crying on the floor, snot dripping down their noses. Elise was my hero. She got told off by our principal, and they had her parents come in. I could tell they were very mad at her, but that was the beginning of our friendship. Elise and I spent every day together, and then, one day, I asked her to be my girlfriend. She said yes. It was the happiest day in my life. But I didn't realize someone else liked her. It was one of the boys who was tormenting me. And in his jealousy, he told everyone he saw us kissing. That made Elise's parents very mad. So mad that they had a fight with my parents. They ended up moving, and I never even got to say goodbye to my childhood sweetheart. One day, she was there. The next, her whole house was empty. Many years passed and I forgot about her. I poured my soul into my work until I struck gold. Pretty much literally. I was working on my grandpa's farm when I noticed some gold nuggets in the river. I followed it all the way to a hidden cave and saw that the cave wall had collapsed and the ground had cracked exposing the gold there. A spring of water was gushing out, creating a stream that carried the loose gold all the way down the river. I became a billionaire overnight. My family enjoyed life like we never did before. We bought all the surrounding land around the farm and built a mansion. I built a mining company, and I bought cars, a boat, and my own jet. Three years later, my best friend came home from a job abroad with someone in tow. It was Elise. She had grown even more beautiful than before. We were so happy to see each other, we hugged immediately. I was coming home to meet you, and guess who I bumped into on the plane? I never even suspected something was off. Elise and I began dating again. We did everything together. 
I promised her the world. And before long, we were engaged. Jay started working for my company. I was so thankful to him I made him my right-hand man. I couldn't thank him enough for reuniting me and Elise. Two months later, I proposed to Elise, and she said yes. I was going to marry her in Switzerland. I booked an entire ski resort for our guests, and I wasted no time. We flew on my private jet with my best man Jay and our closest friends. In the middle of the flight, Elise excused herself. She said she needed to do her makeup. Five minutes later, Jay too stood up. I found that weird, but I ignored it. When 20 minutes had passed and Elise hadn't gone back yet, I asked our flight attendant to check on her. She smiled at me, and she blushed. I always found it so cute how she had a crush on me. Nicole went behind the curtain to check on Elise. She was about to knock on the bathroom door when she yelped in surprise. Elise wasn't in the bathroom at all. She was hiding right next to the fridges, talking with Jay. Oh, I'm sorry to disturb you. I I'll get out of your way. We heard a click, and two voices came on the speakers. You know I've never loved anyone but you. I'm just... You know... Securing our future. Once I marry Sam, we'll be set for life. I'll run away with his money and his jewels, and then we can disappear to any country you want. You promise? I promise, baby. I'm only marrying him for a show. I'll trick him into signing divorce papers as soon as I've got everything I can get from him. I believe you. Oh, I can't wait. And when you're free of him, I can finally make my move to take over his company, too. I have people who are loyal to me now. All right, I'll come knock at your door tonight. When he's asleep, we can go on a date under the moonlight so no one will know. I'll be expecting you. Oh, and act like we had an argument when you go out. I'll follow after a minute so it's not too obvious. But nothing was secret about their conversation at all. The flight attendant overheard what they were talking about and she decided she wasn't just going to smile and pretend like nothing was happening. So, she politely excused herself and very cunningly left the intercom on. I heard everything she was saying. The whole plane did. The air suddenly felt tense. Where before my friends and I were laughing and having fun, the moment Jay appeared from behind those curtains, everyone was silent. My friends all glared at him. And when Elise appeared behind him, she knew immediately something was wrong. But she tried to play it cool. Oh! Jay, I didn't even see you there. Why are you standing in the middle of the aisle? And... Why is everyone staring? I pushed the button on my seat, and the flight attendant came to me. I smiled at her. You can come sit here, Nicole. The flight attendant looked surprised at first, but she eventually sat beside me. She was even more beautiful up close, and her blonde hair smelled like lavender. Could you confirm, please, Nicole, that these were the two having that conversation we just heard? Nicole nodded. Conversation? What conversation? What are you talking about? There's no need to pretend. We heard you. We all heard you. Elise's face changed from being innocent to angry. Okay, so what? Did you honestly think I'd ever fall for you? 
Look at you. Now look at me. You're nothing compared to me. All you're good for is money. I've been with your best friend ever since before we reunited. In fact, he was the one who told me you were rich now. It's not like you can do anything about it. You are going to fall, and you're going to fall hard. I'm just here to take what I can get before you're a homeless beggar in the streets. I just smiled. I gestured to Nicole to help me with something. Nicole, love, would you be so kind as to fetch Elise her... Uh... I mouthed the word parachute. Nicole was confused, but she nodded anyway and disappeared behind the curtain. Get me a what? I don't need anything. Honestly, just get over it already. You're toast. Elise tried to sit next to me, but I pushed her away, to the other end of the seats. What? You can't seriously be mad at me. You should be thanking me. It's a privilege you get to marry me. I laughed. There won't be a wedding, Elise. <laughs> oh, please. You're joking, right? You're gonna dump me? Me? Oh, I'm not just dumping you. I'm throwing you out of the plane. Fuel is very expensive, you see. And I just can't stand to have you waste any more of my time and money. So, I'm afraid this is your stop. Nicole appeared with the parachute. Jay looked scared. I looked at him and told him to put the chute on his girlfriend. He didn't want to. But I told him that if he wanted to keep his job and reputation... He should do everything I said. Just like that, Jay turned on Elise. He strapped the parachute on her as if his life depended on it. Elise resisted. But what could she do? No one in that plane wanted her there anymore. You're gonna regret this! Nobody's ever gonna want to date you! You think any girl would want you? Just you wait! You'll come crawling back to me! I don't think so. I took Nicole's hand and asked her if I could kiss her. Suddenly, her eyes lit up and she said yes. I kissed her right in front of Elise's shocked face. Wait! No, wait! I changed my mind! I, I, I do want to marry you! No, no, don't make me get off the plane! We can start over! No, please, don't leave me here! I don't have any money! I won't be able to get home! We're in the middle of nowhere, Sam! Sorry, you've got to go now. No! And as Elise floated away, I called out to her. Who's falling now, Elise? Everyone laughed, and Nicole finally did as well. I knew the moment she started working on that jet that she had a thing for me. I just never really thought of it because I thought I was in love and happily engaged. But now? Now I get to date a much more beautiful girl than that gold digger. She was hardworking, ambitious, and smart, too. The wedding still went through. It was just postponed a few days. Not to Elise, obviously. I married Nicole. None of our guests complained. At least, they gotta stay three days longer in that ski resort. It took a while to get Nicole's parents and friends flown over since the decision was so spontaneous. But as soon as they did, I asked for their blessing, and Nicole and I got married in the Swiss Alps. After, we spent an entire month traveling Europe. We went to Rome, then Croatia, then Norway. And honestly, I couldn't have wished for a better wife. Nicole was everything I knew she was going to be. She was caring and sweet, 
and she always made me laugh. The best part of the trip was when we saw a newspaper with Elise's face plastered all over it. Her hair was all sorts of a mess and had leaves and twigs all over. The headlines said that she was a lost tourist who became a meme for telling the most ridiculous story when they found her. The funniest part was that she had stupidly opened her parachute way too early, and the wind carried her hundreds of miles from where we dropped her. She ended up stuck in a tree in a forest in Liechtenstein. The people there thought she was some sort of Russian spy and refused to help her. Nobody wanted to help her get home, and they didn't want to give her a job. Now she's living under a bridge like the troll that she is. Hi, my name's Josh. I grew up poor. My mom and dad did try their best, but having had no education themselves, they found it hard to find jobs that would pay enough money to raise four kids. Dad was a janitor at our local high school, and mom did whatever work she could find. She washed people's laundry, did some babysitting, and from time to time, she would go to people's houses and clean for them. It wasn't easy having a life like that in high school, especially because most of the kids there had money. One time, a couple of girls got jealous that I won an essay writing competition over them, so they took it out on me. They just gave him the prize because he needs the money. I mean, look at his shoes. There are holes everywhere. You might as well go barefoot. Yeah. Josh lives in a trailer park. His mom does our laundry. My mom only hires her out of pity. Did you know we have to have our clothes washed twice because every time Josh's mom does it, it comes back smelling like poverty? I used to fight back whenever people insulted my mom and dad. But I landed in the principal's office so many times because of it that my mom begged me to just keep my head down. And I did. I just endured their ridicule no matter what. I would look at the ground and walk away. It was worse when they found out about my dad. I was backstage doing some lighting work for the theater group when I realized I'd forgotten my lunch at home. Dad appeared backstage with his mop and bucket and he handed me the brown paper bag that my sandwich was in. I thanked him and he left. But after that, my classmates laughed at me. Yo, check it out! Josh's dad is the school janitor! <laughs> wow, must be nice to have the world's worst janitor as your dad. <laughs> Bet you he can't keep their house clean either. <sighs> What's it like to have a dad who earns minimum wage, Josh? Honestly, I was just glad to have graduated high school. I had no fond memories of those years. As soon as I graduated, I went straight to work. I promised myself I would save up and get out of that town as soon as I could. But... My plans didn't work out the way I hoped, and being a waiter isn't the most glamorous job in the world. Customers are always complaining about the most ridiculous things, and they blame me as if it was my fault. One time, this lady shouted at me for her drink being room temperature. I apologized, but she poured the drink on my head and demanded to speak to the manager. Uh, Ma'am, you told me you didn't want ice in your iced coffee. Of course... Coffee, being a hot beverage, if it wasn't mixed with any ice, it would be hot. I even gave her the added courtesy of shaking it with ice and then picking out the ice myself just so the drink would cool down without getting watered down. And I let the drink chill in the blast freezer just to make sure it was cold. But she sat there, outside on a hot summer's day, chatting away with her friends for a good hour before she even touched her drink. I was happy to exchange the drink for a new one, but then she started yelling at me. My manager, of course, sided with her, and he banished me to the kitchen for the day. 
He also took my tips for the entire day just for that. That scenario wasn't new for me either. My boss has always had it out for me ever since I started working there. And I'd quit if I had any other choice. But money was tight, and I needed the job. Our town was small, and having a job and keeping it was a privilege. All the waiters, waitresses, and cooks in that place weren't fans of Doug. That's the manager's name. We've complained constantly to the owner. But every single time we tell her that Doug was stealing our tips, or that he was pocketing money out of the cash register, we get ignored. It was probably because Doug was the owner's boyfriend on the side. Yep, the owner was married. And as far as we know, the only reason Doug can't be fired is because he can destroy the owner's marriage. He did whatever he liked at the restaurant. He'd come in late, treat the staff and the customers like we were trash. Some days, he didn't even bother coming in. Those were the best days. The restaurant would be full, we would all work smoothly, and we gotta keep all of our tips. But one day, everything became too much and I finally reached my limits with Doug. I was cleaning up a table when I felt someone bump into me, and then an unholy cascade of lava splashed onto me and flowed down my leg. I screamed in pain, and when I looked back, I saw the most angelic girl that I'd ever laid eyes on. I was so confused. My eyes were experiencing heaven, and my legs were experiencing a nightmare. Oh... My God! Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I tried to smile at her, but all I managed was a wince of pain. Oh, <laughs> it, it's no trouble. Miss, I, oh, I'm so sorry you, your drink spilled. I, I, uh, oh, I'll get you a new one right away. A crowd began to gather around us and people fussed over me. I could barely stand straight for all the pain I was feeling. But I kept a smile on and told them I was okay. Dude, you gotta go to the hospital. Or at least let us get you some first aid. There's some ointment in the back. Ah, it's really nothing. I'm fine. It's just a bit hot. Nonsense. At least let me take a look at it. I'm studying to become a doctor. It was at that moment that Doug appeared from behind the crowd, already annoyed. What is this? Who's causing a scene at my restaurant? Mm, oh, it's you. Get back to work, all of you. You! Customers, get back to your seats right now. That's not a nice way to talk to people. Oh, yeah? And who might, uh, you be? Doug backtracked as soon as he saw how beautiful Kendall was. And suddenly, he was all smiles. I... <clears throat> I'm sorry, I must have gotten caught up in the moment there. Please, miss. What seems to be the problem? Maybe I can assist. You! Josh! What did you do this time? Kendall tried to explain that it was her fault. She told Doug that he was busy with her phone and didn't see me cleaning the tables. But Doug wouldn't hear of it. I think he wanted to impress Kendall and show her he was the boss. But it's definitely not working for her. Doug demanded that I go back to work while Kendall insisted that she wanted to take me to a hospital. When Doug wouldn't budge, Kendall told him that I should at least get some first aid and a bit of rest. I was starting to feel dizzy, but 
Doug insisted I go to the kitchen and make him a sandwich. Boss? I'm not feeling too good. Let him sit down for a bit. If you don't get up right this instant, you're fired! I don't know why I was so out of it. My legs hurt, but it wasn't that. And then I realized that I hadn't eaten for over a day, and I hadn't slept for two days either. I'd been working double shifts because someone didn't show up for their shift yesterday, and Doug demanded that I fill in. I felt myself go faint, and I woke up with beeping noises around me. I'm glad you're awake. Where... Where am I? You're at my mom's hospital. You fainted. A doctor came in who looked exactly like her, and I was shocked to find out that that was her mom. They looked like sisters. The doctor checked up on me and told me I was going to be okay, and that my stay at the hospital was free. Kendall told me that I'd been asleep for an entire day, and my stomach sank. Oh, no. My job. Kendall looked downcast. She told me that Doug fired me for missing work. And I lost hope. I had no way to help my parents. And we were already struggling to pay for my brother's tuition. I'm sorry. I... I tried to stop him, but... It's all right. Thank you. For helping me. But it's not all doom and gloom. I actually came to tell you I wanted to help. Kendall introduced me to her dad. And she gave me the best news I'd heard all month. Her dad owned the largest restaurant franchise in the state. And she convinced him to hire me. I worked hard when I was finally back on my feet. I learned quickly and adapted to my new job. I stayed late and I was the first to get there every day. And that really impressed my manager. And so, I got promoted. A few months later, Kendall's dad called me to the headquarters and told me that my talents were better used as a regional manager. He told me he wanted me to train other employees. And just like that, my life changed. I was earning so much more that I was able to send my brothers to college. And I helped my parents pay off their mortgage. After that... I managed to buy my own franchise from Kendall's dad. He was so proud of how far I'd come that at one of our company's parties, he gave me an award. Through the years, Kendall and I saw each other frequently. We started dating the night I got that award. We moved in together when my franchise won Best Restaurant in Town. My restaurant was doing so well, it put other restaurants out of business. One day, my old manager came begging me for work. I laughed in his face. Oh, you still work there? You never got promoted? Aw, so sad. But all the positions in my restaurant have been filled. Unless you want to apply as a janitor. Anything, anything, please! My girlfriend kicked me out when she found a younger boyfriend. And now I have no money. Kendall was against hiring him. But honestly, I did it for my own satisfaction. I had a lovely time ordering Doug around like he used to do with me. At the company Christmas party, Kendall's dad invited all the employees of his corporation. There must have been at least 3,000 people. I gathered you all here today not just to celebrate the holidays, 
but to make two very big announcements. I am stepping down as the CEO. And that's because I finally found a worthy successor. Everyone gasped. All the top managers were on the edge of their seats. I would have liked to pass this on to my daughter, but since she's following her mom's footsteps, I think it best go to Josh, since he's going to be my son-in-law soon enough. The room was shocked at the double reveal. That's right. Your new CEO, Josh Ryman, is now officially engaged to my lovely daughter. Give them a round of applause. And as the room erupted with thunderous cheer, I pulled Kendall close and kissed her. I was so proud. Just goes to show, no matter the odds, working hard always pays off. To be honest with you, I don't know why I was at the party. I was happy to be there, but just a little bit confused. I didn't even know the twins. My whole high school life, the only birthday parties I attended were my cousins. I thought they wanted me there to entertain people and do magic tricks. Everyone knew I was obsessed with Houdini. But dang, when Valerie herself took my hand and thanked me for coming, I was over the moon. My name's Clyde, and I've had the biggest crush on Valerie ever since I can remember. She was like... that one girl I dreamed about. And now she was right in front of me, smiling and talking. I still couldn't believe she invited me. Oh, by the way, would you mind coming with me for a sec? I need some help with a surprise for my sisters, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, of course, anything. Was it my lucky day? Great things just kept happening. Never would I have ever thought I'd get alone time with her. And now we were climbing up the attic of her house. Wow. Must be some surprise if it's hidden all the way up here. That was the last thing I remembered. Because the next time I opened my mouth, everything was dark. I could feel the bag shifting around my head as I moved. And when I tried to get my hands to take it off, I realized I was tied up. Something awful must have happened. I panicked. My first thought was Valerie. Was she safe? Did they get her too? Valerie! Valerie! What did you do to her? Please, I'll do anything you want. Just don't hurt Valerie. Silence. And then I heard giggling. A light went on, and then I felt fingertips poking my face through the bag. At least we know he's alive. (laughs) It would be really, really bad if he wasn't. I'm a bit disappointed, though. I thought you'd at least put him in a gift box or a tie ribbon on him. That doesn't matter now. What matters... As he's finally ours. Someone snatched the bag that kept me in the dark, and the sudden flood of light blinded me for a second. I blinked a bunch of times, and then the picture came to focus. There was a single light that only lit up where I lay. The rest of the attic was pure darkness. The twins were lying on the floor next to me, staring at me without blinking even once. And if it wasn't creepy enough, they were dressed up like vampires. Halloween was like... Six months away! What creeped me out the most was when I saw who stood over us, watching us from the shadows. She had a grin on her face. It was Valerie. No. No. No! You? I'm so glad you liked my gift, sisters. Now, remember, you have to be careful with him. 
You don't want to break him or we'll be in big trouble. Okay? Fine. Okay, okay, you don't have to nag all the time, alright? Just because you're the oldest doesn't mean we have to do everything you say. That was the first time I saw Valerie get really, really mad. She just exploded out of nowhere. Mom and Dad are gone, so I run the show, alright? And suddenly, the twins grew quiet, and they apologized to her. Great! Now enjoy your birthday present, and don't forget to lock the doors when you leave. We don't want him to escape, do we? Just like that, they were gone. And I was left there in complete darkness. I couldn't sleep at all that night. But I must have dozed at some point, because I woke up to find Valerie shaking my shoulder. You probably want to go home, don't you? I nodded. Well, can't keep you here forever, even though it would be ideal. But then, it'd get us into trouble. So I have these papers for you to sign. Sign them, and you can go. My, my parents will be looking for me. So don't be such a wuss and sign the papers already. But, but, what, why, uh, why'd you tie me up? What are these papers? So many questions. Just sign the blasted papers already. Didn't give in. I was trembling so hard, I could hear my knees knocking against each other. But I steeled myself and read through the papers before signing. It turned out it was a contract. I would only be allowed to leave if I agreed to date the twins. Valerie wanted me to be their birthday gift, and that was why she took me. It was only meant to be for three months. Ninety days of dating the twins didn't sound so bad considering the price was freedom. But if I didn't honor the agreement... I would waive my right to be free. The twins would own me. Any sign of deception or cheating will cause the contract to restart, and I will automatically become the twins' property. Three months. Ninety days of dating two very pretty twins. It doesn't sound so bad. Even if they were a bit creepy. And weird. At the very least, I could pretend. I mean, nobody's gonna know. How would they know? It turned out, dating two girls at a time was extremely hard, especially when you have feelings for their older sister. Add to that the fact that she kidnapped me to enforce this weird situation, and you've got a confusing soup of emotions. For weeks, I felt like a zombie, just doing the twins' bidding. I would wake up, drive to their house, pick them up for school, and after, I'd drive Mina to watch a movie with her and then I'd have to go and take Tina out for dinner. By the time I'd drive them both to their house, I was exhausted. Too exhausted to even come in and have a bite with Valerie whenever she would ask. So, for weeks, I spent all my time and effort on the twins, all the while wishing I could spend time with their sister instead. Because guess what? The Valerie I thought I knew and the real Valerie were very different people. At school, she's always so prim and proper, and you can never say one bad word about her. The real Valerie had a temper. She shouted, she got annoyed, and she was a bit over the top. I mean, seriously? Capturing me just so she could get me to date her sisters? She could have just asked. I would have done it anyway. I would have done anything for her. Because this? The real Valerie? <laughs> Call me weird and all, but this is the version of her I really liked. 
One morning as I waited for the twins to come down so I could drive them, Valerie asked me for my help with the laundry. I obliged, of course, so I got down to the basement and rolled up my sleeves, ready to be the hero by lifting all the heavy baskets from my crush. There was a random brick on the door. I kicked it away, thinking it was weird. I closed the door behind me, and then I heard a panicked scream. No! Why would you do that? I put a brick there to keep the door open! That door's been broken for a while. It locks itself. Relax. It's just a door. I'm sure someone has a key somewhere. And that was when Valerie told me that the twins were off on a school trip and that they'd already left before I even got there. How long will they be gone? Three days. I tried my phone. No signal. I tried calling out, but nobody heard. There wasn't even a window down there, so we could never tell what time it was. So we just sat there, drinking from the tap and passing the time by telling stories. Until the third day, when I just broke down and cried. I told Valerie everything I felt. I thought, if those were going to be my last moments, I might as well tell her how I really felt. I saw tears run down Valerie's cheeks. Me? Why me? I'm the plainest of the sisters. And I'm nothing special. Besides, I... I'm useless. And I have a temper. You know, I... I serve my sisters because I owe them. If it weren't for me, Mom and Dad would still be here. They got into an accident because I begged them to come home and watch my recital. I hugged her. And then I told her I didn't care what anybody else thought. I love you. I held her. And then Valerie pulled me in and kissed me. That was when the door finally opened. We've been looking for you. No, uh, no, I'm sorry. No, it's not what it looks like. Cheaters! Liars! You need to be punished! Mina dragged me out of there as Tina dragged her sister, and they took us to opposite ends of the house. I was tied up in the attic in a contraption I had only seen on TV before, and Valerie was thrown back into the basement. I had lost my freedom. I violated my contract. And now, I got Valerie into trouble too. I'm sorry! It, it was her! She forced me to kiss her! I promise, I'm loyal to you! I'll do anything you want! If you... If you want, I can guard her so she doesn't escape. Or I'll bring her food so you don't have to. <laughs> Do you think we're dumb, Clyde? Just for that, I'll tie you up tighter tonight. And she did. It hurt my wrists. But guess what? That contraption they tied me to... It was the exact same one Houdini loved to use in his shows. So, as soon as I heard the twins snoring, I slipped out. I tiptoed through the house and rescued my Valerie. And in the dark of the night, we ran out of there. Ran for our lives. I told my parents everything, and they let Valerie stay with us. And then, they told the cops what happened. They let my mom and dad be Valerie's foster parents, and the twins got sent to juvie for what they did. I got to see Valerie every day now that she lived with us, and we fell in love. The story broke the news, 
and there was a lot of buzz. I mean, you gotta admit, the things that happened to me were too weird not to get attention. I even got to be on TV! And I met my idols. When they heard I was an aspiring magician, they came to visit, gave me free tickets and all that jazz. I met Zach Bling, David Wayne, Justin Jillian, even Ten and Peller came to meet me. They offered me a job, told me they wanted to mentor me. It was the happiest day of my life. Not just because I was getting my dream job with my biggest idols, but mostly because Valerie asked me to marry her. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 